Hello, beautiful friends, and welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Lowe, and I am so excited to be here with you guys today. Today's episode is all around creating discipline and devotion in your life. Discipline for the things that you know you want to be doing and devotion for that higher calling that you feel. And a lot of the times when we have different awakenings, you know, awakenings of confidence, awakenings of purpose, awakenings of self-discovery, it it often um, intertwines and has to do with making a positive impact in someone else's life, doing something that has meaning. Maybe it's doing something that benefits your family, something that benefits a cause that you care about, something um, that is helping other people. Like we are wired to help each other, to be in a sense of tribe, to better ourselves and then to better the people around us. It's like an analogy of, you know, we, we clean our space and then we clean the house and then we help clean the neighborhood and then we help clean the city and then we help clean the state and then we help clean the world, right? But it needs to start internally in our own space. So we're talking about this idea of discipline and devotion. So I really like talking about this because I'm someone that struggled so much with this idea of discipline because I just never resonated with it. I just kind of self-identified with like, oh, I'm not a disciplined person. I used to be the person that would start strong and then not follow through. Like that was totally me. And so I would get burnt out because I would start things really quickly and like get excited and go full force. And then it'd be like, eh, yeah, meh, meh, meh. I'm not excited about it anymore. I want to start something different. So it was a way of like procrastinating and like sabotaging myself because I would constantly start new things. But part of it was I was looking for that thing. I was looking, I was hoping that something would capture my attention long enough to keep me to follow through not realizing, and what I know now is it's how I set myself up for success by breaking it down into steps and being very connected as to why I'm doing it in the first place. Am I doing it because I think I should, or am I doing it because it really is something that I want to do? Um, and so I, I would say that's the first step, uh, when you're becoming, wanting to channel in this like discipline and the devotion is you know, being devoted to whatever it is that you want to create in your life is asking yourself, like, why am I doing this? What's the real reason why, you know, is it to benefit your health and to live longer? Is it to fulfill a purpose? Is it to deepen your relationships? Is it to create more joy and happiness in your life? You know, what's the real reason why are you doing it for you or are you doing it for other people? Because if you're doing it for other people or to try and do things that you think are expected of you. If you, if that's your reasoning, then you're, of course, you're going to burn out from doing it, or you're going to avoid doing it because it's not actually for you. You're trying to do it for someone else. So I'm saying that so directly because that's something I very much struggled with in the past. So that's the first thing. Why are you doing it? The second thing is what was your relationship with discipline as a child, Right. Because there's kind of these two parts of discipline where discipline is like, you know, if you say you're going to wake up at seven, then you wake up at seven, you know, there's that part of it. But then there's the discipline of disciplinary things of if someone gets in trouble, what do you do if they, to hold them accountable, right? And this shows up mainly with parenting and then teachers too, you know, having to be the disciplinary. If someone says they're going to do something and they don't do it, how do we respond and react? 
So how were you disciplined as a kid? Like if you did something and you weren't supposed to do it, what would your parents do? You know, would they freak out and yell and it was really scary? Um, Would they get mad and say you're grounded for a month, but then let you off the hook on day two? You know, um, would they isolate you and make you go be by yourself in your room? You know, what are those associations with discipline? Because oftentimes we will discipline ourselves the same way we were disciplined as a kid. And meaning like when I was, when I would get in trouble, my parents would like send me to my room, you know? And so it would be like, I would go to my room and I would pray that I had snacks in my room or I'll try and grab snacks. So if I was going to be my, be by myself, I could at least self-soothe with food. You know, I did that at a, at a very early age, like using food as a way to numb or self-soothe. And I would beat myself up. I would be like, I'm so stupid. I'm so mad at myself. You know, it's like the fight or flight kind of responses. Like if people, or it's not so much fight or flight, but it's, is it an internal, um, uh, processing or external blaming processing? Like, is there blame externally of like, well, it was that person's fault or that person's fault? Or is there shame where it's internal and it's like, oh, I love you. If you you are ready to take the lead in your life, if you are ready to cultivate self-love that empowers you, inspires you, and allows you to take action on the things that really matter to you in your life, then Glow Self-Love Mastermind is open for enrollment. There is a link in the show notes that you could be able to join. This is a six-month mastermind that is for empathetic and spiritual women to come together to create sisterhood, to create empowerment, and to master our emotions. And it's not so much controlling them as it is surrendering to them and allowing for your feminine flow to guide you in your day, how to get into flow, how to create a meditation practice, how to be open to receiving everything that life has to offer. Here is what Jennifer has to say, a recent graduate of Glow Mastermind. I would say if you're on the fence and you're not sure if you should do it, why? (laughs) You're important. Your own life matters. Self-love is something that I think in society we don't appreciate as much as we should. And having gone through this course, it is so important that it's really I'm finding the uh, stem of everything else, of work life, of physical life, of course, mental health life. And that is something that's so important. I don't even want to think about um, having gone through um, this whole 2020 <laughs> without having that mental fortitude and clarity and tools um, that I got from glow, um, cause it's helped me so much. So if you're on the fence, investing in yourself is never a bad thing. You're always going to get a return out of it. And when you invest in yourself, you are also investing in the people in your life, because when you're a better version of yourself, it brings so much more clarity. You're feeding the root of the tree. Like you are the root of the tree and that is what you're feeding and everything else is going to stem from it and it's going to be so abundant and amazing. So go for it. All right, now let's get back to the episode. And so I've, I started to notice 
and this was through the help of working with a coach. You know, it was like one of the first coaching programs that I invested in. And it was so scary investing because I had never invested money into myself before. And at the time, like I put, I just put it on my credit card and I made it a point to pay it off over the next year. You know, like I just kind of told myself that I am worth investing in. And even if there's interest, I will it's worth it. Like for me, it was worth it because I wanted to know myself. I wanted to like reach my potential. And I knew that if I was investing money in myself, then it would come back to me, you know, at least double for whatever things I'm pursuing, you know, the money will flow. That was just my perspective. You know, some people might say it was kind of delusional, but it worked out for me. Um, did I pay quite a bit of money in interest? Yes, but it was worth it to be able to do it. And the way that I looked at it is the universe was like, the money's available, the money's here. Um, so I said yes to my dreams. Um, and that person walked me through the process of seeing that I was responding to discipline to myself the same way I, as an adult, the same way I did as a child. So if at any time I'm avoiding the work that I know that I am being called to do or the work that I know I'm supposed to do or like even little things like laundry, I will reach towards food or isolation or I won't want to be around people or I want to be by myself. And that's not in my nature. It's me like kind of checking out to avoid discipline. So notice your personal patterns of how you respond when you avoid discipline. Because the same way that you responded as a child is the way that you respond as an adult. So interesting. Um, And so looking at discipline as the structure of like, I'm committing to this, this, and this, but then looking at devotion as the emotional engagement, the emotional side of it of like, why is this important? And what am I devoted to creating in my life? I kind of view like discipline as the masculine energy and devotion as the feminine energy. Um, Because the word devoted just activates something totally different within me when I think about being devoted to having a clean space, devoted to making sure that my car is like pristine and looking good because I used to be the messiest person ever. I used to be so messy because I would just get overwhelmed and I wouldn't care. But the messiness of our environment is a huge reflection of the messiness within our internal realities, aka our mental and emotional health. If you ever want to know how your mental and emotional health is doing, go take a look at your car. If your car's a total mess, then oftentimes your emotional and mental energies are a mess and all over the place too. And the first time someone told me this, I was like, WTF. I was so pissed. I was like, fuck off because my car was such a disaster. But those are sometimes the tough truths we need to hear in order to set that intention to make a change and get the momentum moving in a different direction. Because a lot of it is believing that you're the type of person that can become clean, that can become organized, that can become disciplined, that can become committed. And I even if, dis- if the word disciplined like doesn't like really resonate with you, think about the word commitment, being committed to what it is you say you're going to do, being committed to your word, and also learning how to not be all or nothing. Learning how to take small incremental steps and letting it be enough so you can play the long game versus trying to do these sprints of I'm going to go all out and I'm going to clean everything. And then the next day you're so burnt out because you went so hard that you're like, I'm doing nothing today. You know, that used to be a big pattern for me as well. 
So check yourself on those patterns if you're trying to do it all or nothing. All right, guys, if you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and take a screenshot, post it to your Instagram story, tag me at Kelsey Low Show. A lot of people have discovered Joyfully You podcast because of Instagram, and that is really cool. So next time you have an idea of something that you want to do, ask yourself, how can I be devoted to doing this? Why is it that I want to do this? And then give yourself permission to show up for it imperfectly and taking action for it anyways. Your host, Kelsey Lowe, you are listening to Joyfully You Podcast, and I will see you on the next episode.